Welcome to the Empower Podcast by Mitchell. Welcome to the Empower Podcast. I'm your host, Shelly Callahan, and today I'm thrilled to be joined by Mitchell's third-party subject matter expert, Chris Williamson. We're going to learn a little bit more about the current trends and challenges in the third-party market as well as successful strategies that top performing claims organizations are incorporating. We'll also talk a little bit about third-party claims processing foundations and why it's crucial for organizations to secure the right foundations first in order to achieve organizational success. So thanks so much for joining us, Chris. Thanks, Shelly. Thanks for having me on to talk today about third-party. Uh, before we dive in, um, Chris, I'd love for you to set the stage and tell us a little bit about your background and what you do here at Mitchell. Sure, Shelly. Uh, I work on the product team at, uh, here at Mitchell, and I've been with Mitchell for, for nine years and gotten to work on a variety of, of, of our products and features here at Mitchell, starting with our, our decision point bill review engine and our claimant treatment guide product that's used heavily in, in New Jersey. And and most recently, I've been focused on bodily injury claims and our, our software and services that go into that. So think uh, Medicare fee schedule, direct provider negotiations, some of our tech-enabled services offering, and our Claim IQ uh, evaluation software. And uh, we were just talking about um, when Claim IQ launched, it was really fun to see how you actually built in some of the um, the smarter solutions as you as you went along. Little pop-ups for best practices come along with the software through AI. It was just so fun to see that come to life. So I'm I'm really excited to to think um, a little bit more about this. Um, you, you mentioned nine years uh, you've been doing this, and um, the last year and a half has been quite a lot of change. Um, especially in third party. I'm curious uh, with COVID and things coming um, back, let's say to our new normal, not the old normal, um, what should we expect in the third party realm? Well, I, I think, you know, COVID was certainly uh, disruptive for, for a lot of reasons uh, in third party. There were some trends that we really wanted to, to pay attention to early. So we anticipated a, a big spike in, in telemedicine. And, and while that, that did happen, um, you know, overall the, the impact for telemedicine was, was fairly insignificant overall. So that was one of the, one of the trends that we were, were really curious to see. And, and yes, it, it, it was utilized more, but still fairly insignificant uh, overall. Uh, but when we look at claim severity, um, that, that took a dramatic increase. It seems to have slowed, but uh, during during uh, 2020, uh, claim severity, uh, especially on medical charges, uh, really spiked last year. And that, that really goes in line with what I felt when I was driving around. I felt like people were driving so fast, maybe because they're, they were used to driving really slow through a lot of traffic. Is that why severity was up, you think? I, I think so overall as, as far as a mix of, of why severity, um, certainly in California, Shelly, I saw the same thing. Uh, I, I think we're, we're uh, fast approaching normal if you were to go on the freeways now, uh, anywhere in, in San Diego, but um, certainly 
certainly, I think that was a, a big factor in the, the rise in, in severity last year, um, for, for sure. And I'm, I'm curious about telemedicine because so many people got into that for the first time. Um, why do you think we didn't see quite as much of that um, in third-party auto? Well, I, I think a lot of the, 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 the physical therapy and, and when we think about the, the vast majority, at least what we work on at Mitchell, very difficult, you know, overall in a course of treatment for that to, to have a substantial impact. So where that may be frequent or, or common overall in the claim, it, it really didn't make a, a large difference in the overall visits and, and active care that, that the claimants would normally need on a, on a soft tissue injury. So now that we've uh, highlighted some of the COVID trends, I'm wondering what now are some of the top challenges carriers are facing, um, especially considering, uh, like we said, the, the new normal? Yeah, uh, I, I think Shelley, you know, just in one of the trends we didn't talk about was just the operational effect that, that, um, that COVID had on teams last year. Uh, you know, just organizationally, you, you look at, you know, third party, I think what makes us unique in third party is it's such a collaborative uh, claims management experience, whether that's, that's you know, a, a processor, a nurse or code reviewer, um, the adjuster, any, you know, outsource services that, that we're helping with here at Mitchell. I think that really, you know, and pair that with uneven claim flows and working from home, uh, I think that really presented a big challenge operationally. Uh, when we look back over last year, it really forced us to accelerate or change the way we we think about you know team structure, how we assign claims initially on a triage to an adjuster. How do we make sure that new adjuster is building their expertise um, from home? Just because you know one of one of my favorite parts of of my job here at Mitchell is uh, is is and I haven't been able to do this over the past year is actually visiting with claims teams and and discovering new ways our software and services can can help make those teams more effective. And, and one of the one of the challenges that, that kind of looking back that I think, um, you know, particularly for new adjusters coming up to speed on best practices, and this is how we, we go about settling claims. I think we lost out on some of those those in office interactions, those authority discussions, those roundtables, just being able to go you know, next door in a cubicle and get some coaching on claims handling. So I think that's that's emerged as a, as a big challenge for, for claim teams out there, especially those bringing on new adjusters. That's so interesting. You know, I've been thinking a lot about how we um, change the nature of work and um, thinking a lot on those um, teaching teachable moments and how we communicate that, whether it's people using um, some kind of internal uh, Slack or uh, Teams, at, at least as we do it uh, here at Mitchell Genix Coventry. It's, it's interesting, but I, I see that, how do we replace those water cooler moments as something that we're all thinking about and how to do it better. Uh, and I definitely love that you've highlighted new employees because uh, I think that'll be a, a, a big area of interest in the future. Um, and that kind of makes me think about how organizations would need to pivot to stay relevant and competitive. 
Um, what are you hearing some of the top carriers doing? Um, and can you share any tips or strategies uh, that you see are really making a big difference in their organizations? Sure. Um, you know, one of the one of the things that stands out as we work with with many different carriers on their their BI programs here at Mitchell, one of the things that stands out on on those that are are really the highest performing is that they're really sound fundamentally and organizationally. So, um, you know, third-party claims processing is is very complex. Um, you know, adjusters have potentially a, a number of tools in their toolbox to use, but the the ones that the organizations that really stand out are the ones that have established best practices and have a great feedback loop internally to make sure adjusters are, are being trained, not developing blind spots, not becoming over aggressive, uh, and not developing some of those bad habits over time. Uh, and that really goes back to a to a focus organizationally on making sure that that they've they've really secured a, a strong foundation uh, for third-party claim handling. And by foundation, I'm curious, are they um, doing that through training? Are they doing that through technology, through mentorship? Um, what are some of those, those key foundational pieces that you see? Any, anything really stands out for you? Yeah, I mean, and it's really all of the above. I think it is a combination of, of you know, technology and organizational uh, commitment and alignment. You know what, what stands out initially in a good foundation is just making sure that the the organization is aligned on on best practices. This is how we we manage claims or handle claims at our organization. Not necessarily this is the number you need to hit or 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 anything of that nature, but just are we doing the right things on every claim, and is there a model for us to follow? Uh, certainly, we have some of that technology that that helps. Uh, carriers with that, but you know, even without technology, just just being committed uh, to a standardized set of best practices and and, and organizationally having those those uh, those feedback loops and mechanisms to make sure there's accountability and discussion and and just continuous learning going on as 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 claims are are handled. Uh, I, I think it's also important to make sure that that there's a mechanism to make sure senior management in the direction that, that senior management has for the organization, uh, that there's clear alignment between uh, that vision and what's going on at the adjuster uh, desktop. And that can be, that can be challenging uh, to, to stay aligned. So I think great organizations uh, with great outcomes are, are, are ones that are committed to that, that feedback loop and making sure, kind of going back to that, that, that model or best practices approach making sure that, that, that there's those those discussions happening uh, when there's maybe misalignment or or uh, best practices aren't followed. Uh, I, I think too uh, foundationally another uh, you know critically important step is to think about how we're integrating tools that the adjusters are are using on their desktop. So um, I think it's one thing to provide the adjusters with with a full toolbox, everything that they would need to handle a claim. But if if you're not mindful of how you integrate those tools together, and and make them work together, you know the best tools aren't going to are either going to be underutilized um, or just because the, the the workflow is disjointed. So I think great organizations pay attention to how how their adjusters uh, access and, and use those tools 
and that they're using them in a way that doesn't uh, create friction in their workflow. Because when there's that friction, combine that with all the pressure that these adjusters have with increased caseloads and you know, fast turnaround times and just a, you know, a sea of data coming in all at once for them to evaluate, it's just so easy to, to skip the use of a tool if, it's, if it feels like it's, it's getting in the way. So uh, I think organizations that, that pay attention to, to integrating smartly uh, and, and helping their adjusters work smarter with their tools uh, really see the, 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 the dividends of that and investment up front. I love that. So the the leadership provides a, a vision of this is who we want to be as an organization. And then maybe one step down is this is how we do things here. This is the best practice for these type of claims and how we handle claims and doing that through training as well as building that into the, the tools that they have. So there's continuity and parity across um, the, the claims organization and then providing them technology that actually works to make their lives easier rather than, oh, I need to now go into this random system to get this one thing. Uh, I know personally for me, when things don't work seamlessly, I, I get ah, uh, crazy. You know, there's only so many uh, boxes I need on my desktop at any one moment. So I, I really like that. I almost feel along the same lines that um, the expectations that everyone has, not just adjusters, are that things are going to uh, integrate seamlessly, that information will be uh, easily accessible, whether they need to know, you know, what's the, the proper and safe way to handle this claim or um, what, a, what a code means or, you know, does this uh, bodily injury connect to what actually happened in the car accident? There's just, there's so much now that the expectations, I think, for best in class um, usability is, is heightened. Are you seeing that as well? For sure. I, I think you just think about just kind of our daily lives and, and just, you know, what technology and our expectations of, of technology are, is that it goes that that extra level to be a you know, true assistant, not just a, a tool that you log in and, and have to direct. So absolutely, um, you know, an emphasis on just working smarter, helping that adjuster be a rock star in their in their their workflow. It's certainly something that, that we're passionate about in our products and and, and making sure that, that adjusters have the, the best tools to use and have the information they need when they need it and don't have to go hunt for it. So yeah, certainly I think everyone, uh, the bar has been raised technologically and, and those expectations are, are certainly, you know, on, uh, on any technology we're using in claims as well. Yeah, and, uh, and especially as, as you mentioned, if severity is increasing, then um, the, our, our tools and what we give to adjusters needs to be that much better. So some some great um, things to consider, making sure the foundation is uh, there and well aligned with goals, making sure tools are seamless and, um, and really supporting the adjusters uh, along the way. So thanks, thanks Chris, for, uh, for stopping by and uh, hopefully everybody will slow down on the roads a little bit and uh, we're here to provide the technology to support you and your teams. Really appreciate it, Chris. All right. Thanks for having me, Shelly. Talk soon. This is Shelly Callahan powering down the Empower podcast by Mitchell. 
join the conversation, and read articles on our website, mitchell.com empower.